It's always a wild ride here at Insane Rhetoric, and today's topics make it no different. What are we talking about today? Well, Bobby Cremo, the Highland Park shooting gunman, Brittany Griner and her guilty plea in Russia, and the murder of former Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe. Come on in, sit back, and enjoy the ride that is Insane Rhetoric. What up, what up, Insane Rhetoric? What's going on? You know what time it is. Hey, you know this is the Insane Rhetoric Show, and the world is what? Upside down. We're trying to make it right side up. So listen up. This is a new day. I'm not going to go off on anybody. <laughs> Lies that I tell. I'm not doing that. So what's happening, sis? What's going on? Good morning, y'all. Here we go with this time for <laughs> I just, I just don't have the time. So, what's happening in your world? What's going on with? You? I'm good. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sound like a couple of people ain't good. R. Kelly ain't good. Mister Shin, Mister Shinzo ain't good. Oh, well, <laughs> Brittany yeah. Griner might not be too good. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know. So what we getting into today? What what, what we talking about? What we, finna, what we finna chop it up on? Uh, who, who then? We should start a group. Who got murdered today? You know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You know what we didn't talk about? We didn't talk about the Highland Park uh, slaying of another... Um, uh, yeah, because we did our show before that happened. Yeah. We did our uh, group show. Yeah. So gun violence. It's kind, of, it's kind of crazy that that went out right after. Maybe he was listening to the show. <laughs> you know what? I want to make the next show. I'm going out to kill me some people. <laughs> Can I just... No, I shouldn't say that. Say what? Say it. It is not that bad. Well, yes, it is. Cause How? Because I'm so? being I'm being a racist right now. Well, join the club. I don't like being a racist. It depends on what day it is. I'm a racist. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there are plenty of racist people against you. <laughs> that don't mean I have to. When they go low, we go. Oh, sorry. Yeah, when they go low, I cut them at the kneecaps. Go a little lower. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Say what you got to say. Get it off your chest. Say it with your chest. <laughs> okay. So, I want to know. When we go stop, we so go stop your little white boys good. <laughs> the world may never know. <laughs> How long does it take to stop giving little white boys guns? Forever. <laughs> mm. I think, listen, some people might take this the wrong way, but, you know, needless to say, it is what it is. I think they are doing a wonderful job. I think they are doing the best job that they can do. They are doing such an excellent and professional job of doing what they do. That might be senseless to some people, but what all I'm saying is uh, it takes the focus off of black people because it sure ain't us out there killing nobody. Not so, like that. His name so, is... So, so, so I, I, I want to know, in the history of serial shootings <laughs> in the last 15 years, I'm pretty sure they didn't caught up with uh, 
black on black crime and surpassed it because they do record numbers. They do record numbers. They do school shootings. You know how many people in a school? You know, when black on black crime happens, you got to go find them and do something too. <laughs> they usually ain't all in the school and this open up shop on everybody. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, uh, if, if that's what you do, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Because uh, uh, all, those, all those school shootings in the last 15 years, I'm sure y'all have been surpassed what you say we do. But at least all y'all people stay out of jail. But anyway. So, <laughs> this is the Cremo family. C-R-I-M-O. C-R-I-M-O. Cremo. And this little That's boy right. is Robert Cremo III. I told y'all. They call him Bobby. I told y'all anytime there is a third of something, that is the nutcase. That's a generational nutcase. I told y'all. I told you. The third of anything. If you notice black people, we stop at junior. <laughs> we don't go <laughs> we don't go one, two, three down the line like that for the most part. That's not true, y'all, but okay. <laughs> Because Junebug and Junie and Junior, they they could be criminals too. Don't yeah. throw it. Yeah, they can be, but all I'm saying don't is throw it. all I'm saying is they be the know, ones robbing the liquor store. Well, they, you know, see come what on. I said, store? I said yeah, store, not well, liquor well, store. Well, well, come on, man. You know, Junebug gotta get his fifth of gin. <laughs> <laughs> At six o'clock in the morning and walk around with it in his pocket all day long in the projects. Come on, man. <laughs> Ooh. So, so, so the Como family, Mr. Robert, whoever, the third Como, the, the, new, the, the new future killer, where he, he, he's the okay, killer. Okay, so, so his daddy, his daddy, the second, Junior. He managed a popular um, chain store for many, many years, decided to open up his own store, had a sandwich shop up there, sandwich shop up there, okay? And uh, it's a deli, okay? Uh, a lot of teenagers hang out there. It's, supposed to, it's known to be a, a friendly gathering place. Supposed to having a, a delicious, affordable lunch. Okay. But apparently behind the scenes, there's a lot of domestic violence in the household. Police calls, whatever, in the, in the household. And, uh, well, In 2019, the police confiscated a lot of guns and knives and all this stuff when they made a trip to uh, the Cremo home. And, uh, well, that's when 18-year-old Bobby, you know, the third, that's when he threatened to kill everyone. So we would call him... Bobby the third new nickname is B three. You know uh, we give you know we give people names nicknames. <laughs> so the deli closed, um, probably due to COVID. And is, is that when the second started beating up on his wife? Well, the the second was already beating up on his wife before the COVID. Yeah. Oh. 
they had foreclosures of, against both of his homes. Like he had more than one home. They had foreclosures. Like he, they they going through it. Mm. Okay. Uh, and they going through it so much that Junior told the judge that they even on food stamps. Like they 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 that they going through it. They going through it. Well, let's stop right there. What? What is the problem with food stamps? The system was made for white people. <laughs> so that's not a black thing. Actually, it's more white people on food stamps than it is blacks. And welfare, statistically shown. So the third on 4th of July, he, he climbed up on the top of the roof of a cosmetic store. Semi-automatic gun, rifle, semi-automatic rifle, I'm sorry. Open fire, killed seven people, injured dozens of others. Oh, one family was from Texas. They've been talking about from Houston. They've been talking about on the news here. They, they got separated, the mama, the daddy, the two daughters. The mama say she... Her daughter was saying, what's that loud sound? They're little girls. they like little babies. The daughter said, Mama, what's that loud sound and why are we running? What's wrong, Mama, why are we running? Anyway. So Junior actually ran for mayor a couple of years ago. Like like the fa- the family is well known and loved in the town. Okay. <sighs> but the daddy, of course, just like the uh what's his name? Ethan Crumley. Mm-hmm. Well the daddy is you know, facing scrutiny because he bought the guns before the boy even turned 18. Before he turned 21, before he turned, like, daddy started buying them guns. <sighs> the famous sandwich, oh, just so y'all know, if y'all from that area, the famous sandwich up there was called the Nicky, not Mickey, Nick, it with an N, Nicky D. That's kind of close to Mickey D's, ain't it? Yeah. That's like McDonald's. This is not McDonald's. This is McDowell's. <laughs> Famous insert from, what was it, from uh, Coming to America. <laughs> this is he, McDowell's. He said he, he it's not his father's son when he shot up the stuff. Like, Who fought he, is it? Who fought is it? Who fought is it? So, so this, okay, so the reason, they say that, as usual, the parents always miss the signals, right? So they say that the boy, um, there was violent imagery. This, I'm taking it, this is CNN. Violent imagery in the music videos that he posted online. There was violent. The, number there, three, number there, three. There, there number was, three was posted. You know how, you, okay, you know how y'all like see my videos and stuff I post for Bay playlist and stuff, right? Okay, well he posted videos, music videos with the violent imagery. The violent imagery was watching his daddy slap the hell out of his mama. You think? <laughs> and kick her down the steps a couple of times because his life ain't going right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure <laughs> that was the violent imagery <laughs> before he posted the videos. Yeah. He probably went and saw oh. the correlation between the two. Oh. And say, I'm going to put these up because this is how I feel. This don't. This, this is not rocket science. It's not really hard to figure this out. Not hard at all. 
like the violent imagery even in the video. Yeah, slow. His daddy used to run the White Hen Pantry, which is a franchise of local convenience stores in that area, and it's known for its sandwiches. And and they've known people have known Little Bobby the Third all his life because you know how you be with your parents when they, especially if you work at a place like that, you know you be with your parents in, at their workplace or whatever. Yeah, you grow up in those. See, that's got to be a small town. What town is that in? Uh, Lakeside suburb. Uh, some kind of lakeside suburban area, Highland Park, mm-hmm. Chicago mm-hmm. area. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, uh, like Little Bobby Three, B Three. Hey, apparently Bobby it's three. an affluent area. Oh yeah, it's. I, I didn't see many back black people are when they running for their lives. I saw a bunch of white people running, and that would be. Correct, because that doesn't mean that no black people live there. Because I I know somebody who lives. So okay, so I have a friend whose daughter moved to uh, Chicago to teach after she finished college and all of that. And uh, at one point, she was living in Highland Park. Mm. She and her husband. And so my friend called and was like, okay, are you okay? And, you know, she had to remind them that she no longer lived in Highland Park, that they had moved, she and her husband had moved from Highland Park. So it's black people there. Yeah. I, I just, like, didn't, see I, any, I just I, didn't see them in the, in the parade. I, Highland Park is a well-to-do area. I'm familiar with that area, but it's, it's, um, it's almost like a... Um, uh, up, up, upper class of Bolingbrook because Bolingbrook is a nice area outside of Chicago. Uh, it's like forty-five minutes away from Chicago, and it's 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 super nice. Like you don't usually hear things about gun violence in Highland Park. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 really to do neighborhood. I mean. For that to happen there is like very ironic because you don't usually get that type of stuff out of there. So it's all right. Everybody has crime and everybody has a crazy person in their family. And B3 is y'all crazy person. (laughs) So, So my thing is, I'm sure they took him away safely and carted him and gave him an escort down to the precinct. Uh, I'm willing to roll a dice on him. I don't know how his daddy is doing, B2, you know, because he was struggling, settling houses under bankruptcy and all that good old stuff that most good upstanding white people don't go through. So he must have did something wrong in his white privilege and screwed the wrong person over. So now, does he have enough money to cover his son's legal fees? Or are they going to raise a GoFundMe page and put people in the news to defend young B3 because they grew up with him and they know him. He just wouldn't do these things. These are some heinous acts that could not come from this young upstanding citizen in Highland Park. What are they going to do? They got a whole check of history. The mom and daddy would be fussing and fighting in front of the customers in the store. The daddy was always B two. He B two. He was always he was always saying she hit him with a screwdriver. She hit him with a pan. She hit. It. Then he recanted. They finally separated, and then the boy was living in the two homes with the two. No, say it ain't so. B three, not a broken home. <laughs> So B3's classmates describe him as withdrawn and odd. Oh, B3, say it ain't so. 
social social problems in the classroom. Oh, we couldn't have missed these signs. Soft spoken, no or little interest in class or school activities or his peers. I just, I just. He explored a different part of his personality, though, through rap songs and music videos that he posted online. Some of which included troubling imagery. I'm getting this. I'm quoting this from CNN's reporter. So he goes out and shoot a bunch of white people and then blame it on black rap music. (laughs) You can't make this stuff up. Just so she was one person, one of his classmates that worked on worked with him on a few class products. I mean, class projects, and said something definitely seemed off about him. He made it very clear he didn't care about school. Man, that's not normal. That's not not normal. A lot of kids don't care about school. That don't make them. Uh, you know, a sociopath because he don't care about school. Now I'm gonna step in on B three for that one. Shoot, some people just they just they don't do well with doing that. You know what I'm saying? Just like some grown people don't do well with going to work every day. Same difference. Don't make him a sociopath. So another class may say when they used to hang out, he wouldn't say his name, but he said when they used to hang out, that B three used to make YouTube videos all the time. And DYI videos on how to grip the skateboard or replace a wheel and stuff like that. Okay. But it was when he was in high school, another former classmate said that he grew more insular and distant. He was always by himself. No one seemed to try to be his friend. He stopped attending Highland Park High in 2016 after his freshman year. So he's a high school dropout. Mm. That's that sounds like a broken home situation to me. <laughs> and recently, he revealed a louder side of himself because remember everybody was saying he's so quiet, he's so quiet, he's quiet. Mm. Okay. Uh, posted music videos he apparently made, some of which featured ominous lyrics and animated scenes of gun violence. Uh, his name, uh, his moniker as a as a rap artist is Awake the Rapper. B3, I don't think Awake the Rapper is going to catch on. Well, he uploaded his music on several major streaming outlets and on his personal website. One video was titled, Are You Awake? No, I'm really sleeping. He has his multicolored hair and his face tattoos. Okay, so he's trying to be like... I need to just do it. It's my destiny. Okay, so let's let's be correct. Let's be clear. Okay. Who does that sound like in the rap game? For those who... For you those, know, I who, don't know. For those I... who don't know, there is a young rapper by the name of Takashi Six Nine. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So Takashi Six Nine, before he came to superstardom, had a lot of issues in his background, like this white young man, and I think that he went up for a murder a while ago but Takashi blew up on the scene tattooed white boy face tattooed crazy just want to do this and do that I mean dude got good music you know what I'm saying but he had an issue with some other things and this to me sounds like the same dude you're trying to emulate some of these type of guys because we definitely know you ain't emulating um, uh, what's your boy name? Uh, Vanilla Ice, because we we know how he he went. You know what I'm saying? And and then to be be frank, another one 
who is my one of my one of my influences of music is Eminem. Hard life. Hard life. I mean, homeless to the point, lived in the trailer for a while, talked about. Come on. He didn't go out and shoot nobody. He just turned his situation into crazy pistol type lyrics and just did what he had to do to make it out. So, I mean, same type of situation. So it, it ain't it ain't the music. It's you, dude. It's what you see in front of you. And what you're saying in front of you is your mama giving you. So he made one video, the stick figure man resembling himself in tactical gear, carrying out an attack with a rifle. He made, a, he made another video, similar stick figure cartoon character, again resembling himself depicted he depicted himself lying face down on the ground in a pool of his own blood surrounded by police officers with their guns drawn and in the third video he's seen wearing a helmet and tactical vest and dropping bullets onto the floor of a classroom same like the typical background of a serial killer to me. I mean, I'm just mm. saying. Well, what, you, what you want me to do about it? Yeah, I'm telling y'all something. I, I, I said, okay, I've said this before. Y'all know I've y'all know I've said this before. I didn't give my children privacy. I, I don't I think no black parent went in that day and age did. I didn't give my children privacy. I don't. I don't think children are supposed to have that much privacy. I don't think. I don't think. I think children, if they go to the bathroom, that's the only privacy they need. They could go. <laughs> that's the only privacy they need. You knew where I was going with that. Because I didn't like changing diapers. That was one thing about childhood I didn't like I didn't like changing diapers I, so when it when it once I taught them how to wipe themselves very well you know because at a certain age you still got to kind of help them but once once they got to the age where they could do that very well they could go in the bathroom but then they couldn't go in the bathroom for too long like it don't take that long you be in the bathroom too long there's only one other reason why you might have why two reasons why you might be in the bathroom for a long time just to use the bathroom. I'm not talking about taking a shower all that. I'm talking about like just to use the bathroom. It's two so you either in the restroom, you got constipation. <sighs> or you, you got you know, maybe you sick. You yeah. you're throwing up or whatever. And yeah. diarrhea and all of that. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Like, I mean, you, like you ain't got like, time. Like, as a young boy, as a young boy. Okay, I got to get crude for a second. Okay. <laughs> Y'all know I raised the son, so I'm just. Listen, when they get a certain age, they do certain stuff. Boys learn how to choke their chicken. Ring <laughs> yeah, they neck. Yeah, yeah. Ring they neck. Yeah. <laughs> what? You go do that in your bedroom, man. Don't do that. Don't do that in the bathroom. <laughs> 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 Hey guys, this is Fire from Insane Rhetoric. Check this out. Listen, we need your help in sustaining future episodes, conversations, so we can bring more of the craziness and the insanity to you that's going on in your community, in your city, and in your world. Can you 
please help us to donate to Insane Rhetoric. And your small, medium, or large gifts are more than appreciated. And we would love to keep this station coming to you and giving you the information that you need about the insanity in your world. So check this out. Please, please, please donate to Insane Rhetoric so we can sustain future episodes. Hey, thank you once again. Fire out. Wait a minute. <laughs> if the privacy is in the bathroom, <laughs> why would you encourage it to be done in your bedroom? He got he had his own bedroom. Yeah, but then you gotta wash sheets. No, I don't. <laughs> Not at that age. You gonna wash your sheets. I'm gonna tell you what to do with them to make sure you get all of that up out of there. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> Cause then you know I got paper towels and you know you stopping up the bathroom or whatever you know like and then I got nasty socks on the floor. I don't know what happened with the socks. Like I don't. <sighs> and the bathroom was used for girls and boys. So like, uh, uh-uh. uh, got y'all bedroom. Ba- you you the sex bathroom. <laughs> I'm gonna need you gone. Go over there. I'm gonna need you gone in your bedroom. Do that. And you know, after they got a certain age, I could knock on the door. Hey, I'm coming in. But I didn't give you that much time for you to, you know, but I, you know, I knew, like, I started learning. So I'm coming in, um, hey, I'm coming in. And then I'll be like, look, whatever you're doing up in there, you might as well get it together because I'm coming in now. Like, I would give you time to do whatever you, and to get so, it together. So, so you won't walk in and get hosed down. Huh? <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. You couldn't be on the computer and I didn't know who you was on the computer with. Like, I mean, you see, I, 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 I agree with that, though. I think You couldn't be stuck think, up in your room for days at a time. I, I agree with that. I mean, I think that, I was talking it. to your friends, your friends, mamas, your teachers, like listen, listen, I agree with that. I think that okay. there there should be a certain level of protection that you should give your kids until they get a certain age where they can start actually fending for themselves. You know, and there shouldn't be nothing that they should be hiding at all. Like the problem with these kids now is the fact that they got too much quote unquote freedom inside their house. They got a lot and of then, privacy. And then and then like first of all, ain't no kid gonna tell me nothing in my career. Not nothing. When I say do something, I mean do it and I mean do it right then. And if you don't, if you don't, I'm liable to chop you in your throat. And please be one of them kids to talk back. <laughs> Cause I talk back too, so I mean, but I talk back in a different way. It ain't it ain't gonna be what you think, you know what I'm saying? Cause like it, it's just it's just not cool because the parents don't have no respect from kids now, and then the way the law is designed is designed to put the parents behind bars, but the kids stay free. Man, you crazy. I'm, I'm not doing it. I'm, I'm not doing it. So that's probably why I don't have any more kids. Wonderful. <laughs> Y'all like, like, subscribe, and follow. Because this, this right here, ain't, ain't, no, ain't no kid finna tell me what they finna do in my career. Uh, I'm in the business of putting people out. I don't care how old you are. I you mean, get, you get grown. You get I'm not grown. so engrossed in what I'm doing that I'm not paying attention to my kids because. Like I'm gonna know your social media, like and and if I see you got some stuff where you laying in a pool of blood, like we going to a psychiatrist. Listen, listen. I was I was looking at some of the uh, feeds on uh on a uh, smart news, and I came across this one guy was like I think in his like forties, 
and he witnessed a murder happening live on Facebook Live. I'm like, <laughs> these people, I mean, like, how bad is it that you want to have 15 minutes of fame and then go to, go to the penitentiary for the rest of your life? That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? So your channel can blow up, but then you going to jail for the rest of your life. Like that, like it ain't that serious to me, man. If you can't figure out some way to be an entrepreneur and get more than 15 minutes of fame, then go sit down, do something different. You know what I'm saying? But all that stuff that you're trying to pull off, man, it ain't even worth it. It ain't even worth it at all. So what else we got up? What else we got up on the shopping block? What, what we got up? So cannabis is is a uh, illegal possession in uh, Russia. Up Everything. To six grams. Everything is illegal in Russia. <laughs> two grams of hashish, or six grams of weed. They call it an administrative offense, punishable by a fine or detention for 15 days. Now, she's been there longer than 15 days. Heck yeah. Okay. Heck yeah, she's been there for about, what, six months? Okay. <laughs> but notice that the government didn't come help her. <sighs> now, y'all figure that out. Tell me why the government didn't come her help her. Cause she has a drug charge and she's what? Black. <laughs> and and guess what else she is? She's part of the LGBT community. What's the last couple of them? Plus A. I A plus. I A plus. L-B-L-B-G-Q-L-B-G-T-Q-I-A plus. Yeah, I don't know what the rest of them mean, but okay. So, she's part of that community, which is fine for her, all good, dandy. But guess what Russia also frowns on? Mm. Homosexuality. So, you got a drug charge, you black and you're a homosexual, and you're a star. What other way to keep you and get publicity and make money off of you? <laughs> just saying. I'm just saying. Well, so how many grams did she have that the reason why she's still in jail for six years? I don't know. I don't know. Well, she had to have enough. Or like, or maybe she didn't have to have enough. Maybe it's just like the United States. You pull a guy over or a female over of of dark color and have a roach in your freaking ashtray and they decide to take you in for a roach and want to do all that paperwork when you could have flicked that out and let them go. But you wanted to prove a point and see if you can find something else and or drop something else on that person, which would cause them to have a, what we say, Black people, free case. Well, U.S. government said they they working on trying to get her out and that she was wrongfully detained. Well, the white folks was wrongly, de uh, wrongfully detained too, but guess who got out first? <laughs> I ain't no racist. I just tell the facts. That's all I'm, that's all I'm saying. So, uh, well, she, she pleaded guilty. Did she have a choice? Well, so she she pleaded guilty and you know it's been an uproar about the fact that she did plead guilty and that might hurt her but apparently uh that apparently that's the best 
way to plead in this particular case if you're in Russia. It is because, because if you this, say that you're, you're acknowledging, not yeah, right. You're you yeah you you saying I I I did do what I did so it's a it's a part of liberation if they if she would have said not guilty and then they would have tried her she would have been stuck in Russia so she made a statement saying she was guilty without any intent to try to like basically she said yeah I'm guilty but I didn't even realize I had packed it you know. It was. I didn't realize I had packed it. Number one, and number two, I wasn't meaning any ill will when I got here. I was I just coming. I got. I got a question. Where is the WNBA in all this? I haven't heard. Thing. I don't know. I guess they wait. On what? They got enough money to go get out. Well, they're then, holding a press conference on this coming Friday. And, and then I want to know, then I want to know what are they going to do with her when she does make it back? Are they going to let her play and continue her career? Now, see, that's what I'm trying to figure out right there. Because you know the plight of uh, that girl, uh, the one that ran track. Yeah, yeah. Shikari. Shikari Richardson. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to figure out. It but, was kind of... But, but Michael yeah. Phelps run five, six gold medals swimming under the influence. Didn't do nothing to him. I'm just, I'm just saying statistically. I'm trying to figure out why they just won't legalize it. Sure. So this, at this point, at this point, it's just like uh, alcohol reform. Listen, people come to the freaking summer and winter Olympics juiced up on steroids. You don't kick them out. Yeah, because back in the seventies and the eighties, when they was doing the Olympics, Russia always came with people that was on that juice. You just knew it. So, I mean, you're talking about something. This ain't like it's freaking crack or heroin. This is weed. Freaking weed. She had hashish on. That's what she had packed in. Whatever she had. Same principle applies. Not nothing that's like uh, meth is not heroin, is not crack, is not pure cocaine. Those are chemically induced drugs. CBD is not. So I, mean, I don't think that was CBD though. Was it CBD? I don't know what it was. I'm just simply saying that hashish. That's not. That's that's not chemically induced either. I mean, you know, you don't have to add nothing to hash to it. It's like it's like licking a freaking mushroom, a wild mushroom. It gives you euphoria when you do it. Make sure you lick the right one, though, because one. I was about to say one you uh, one you would die from. I hope we ain't just licking mushroom. Yeah, some people do. I don't got nothing to do with that. <laughs> That's a personal yeah. problem. Somebody gonna die. Yes. That's yeah, that's a personal problem, so I don't I don't know nothing about that. <sighs> okay, so what we think about this? What we think about this? Y'all, y'all like, subscribe, follow, comment down there, tell us. Tell us what you think about what's going on with Brittany Griner. If y'all know the Russian law, y'all tell us because we try yeah, to figure it out. To me, she's going to jail. Well, she already been in jail. What you talking about? She going? A lot of people have been in jail and went back. What you mean? But she ain't never got out. She's still there. Oh, well. I seen her walking around free. That must have been for the little hearing. That's for her to go to the hearing and get back to jail. Oh, okay. So, 
Well, yeah, she's probably going to be there for a little while, especially if the government is not advocating on her cause. <sighs> okay. So what's up? What's, what, what we got next? What's, what's my man's name? Shinzo? Abby Shinzo? Shinzo Abby. Mm-hmm. Shinzo Avenue. So, so I heard he got yeah. whacked. What? He, he was he was he was making a campaign speech. So okay, so let's be clear. He was the Japanese prime minister, former prime minister, former prime minister. So he was making a speech on what? I hope it wasn't the campaign communism. speech. Uh, was it dealing with communism? I didn't. I didn't watch it. So, I so but the killer had a homemade gun homemade and he he his grudge was about his mother's bankruptcy hmm. was he white he believed this man believed that uh Shinzo Abe was uh linked to a religious group that he blamed to his mother's financial ruin mm. and he spent months planning this attack mm. Tetsuya Yamagami he's unemployed 41 year old is he white Oh, he Japanese. Tetsuya Yamagami. Is he he dark Japanese or is he light (laughs) Japanese? Wiry (laughs) and and bespectacled. So lanky and wearing glasses with shaggy hair. Oh, yeah, that's a white boy. He stepped into the road behind Mr. Abby. Mr. Abby was standing on a riser. <sighs> and he two shots. Mm-hmm. <sighs> the police tackled him on the scene. They say he was a loner who did not reply when spoken to. That's what the neighbors, the neighbor people said about it. That's what you that quiet stuff again, right? But see, that's what you're supposed to do. Why am I supposed? Why is it? Why is it when a person encounters another person, you supposed to open your mouth and say something to them? It's just hello, man. Like if, if that's not your nature, why do I have to speak to somebody that I don't know? just hello. I'm just simply saying past hello. Why do people think that just because you run into people and you see them coming in and out, oh, hey, hi, Mr. Wilson. I got to talk to you all the time. Every time Mr. Wilson. Oh, I'm sorry. Hey, Mr. Wilson. Dennis the Menace. I remember that show. Okay, I'm sorry. (laughs) Notice troubled young white boy. (laughs) Don't get me started. <laughs> Troubled <laughs> young white boy. And they name him Menace. The Menace. <laughs> so 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 this what's his name? Yamaga Yamagami. Mm-hmm. Mr. Yamagami. So his mother had been uh making donations to a, a particular religious group and became bankrupt behind the donating of this money and so he felt like Mr. Ivy promoted that religious group well that was her fault he said my mother got wrapped up in a religious group and I resented it that was her fault you you hear what he said his mother got wrapped up in a religious group and he resented it and he resented it not her 
Yeah. <laughs> See, you got to listen to the conversation of these people, man. It's just so, so freaking crazy. So, well, that's that's her fault. If she chose to throw all her money away to some cause or whatever, I don't believe you should do that ever to 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 anything. I mean, if you if you own a business and you put money into your business, you're in that to make more money and make your business successful. But if you don't have no connections other than donating to somebody for their cause, I got a problem with that. I got a problem with that. Like, you know, like uh I, I am I, I'm a person that's like, I'm not finna give everybody money that I see on the street. Cause then I'll be on the street. So I'm not finna I'm not finna go to work to give you money and you ain't a part of my family. I'm not finna do that. You crazy. So he rigged the weapon from parts he bought online. He spent months planning the attack. He even attended other campaign events, including one the day before, well, 200 miles away. Uh, That's how I like Kyle Rittenhouse to go two states away to go. <laughs> he said he considered a bomb attack before opting for a gun. He made that personal. He made, he, that made, he made guns by wrapping steel pipes together with tape, some of them with three, five, or six pipes with parts he bought from an online gun outlet. He found bullet holes. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. The police found bullet holes in a sign attached to a campaign van near the site of the shooting and believe they were there from Mr. Yamagami. <sighs> they show Mr. Abbey, the prime minister, turning toward the attacker after the first shot before crumbling over to the ground after the second shot. So he's on the riser. Mr. Yamagami is behind him. He shoots, he turns toward him, he shoots again, crumbles to the ground. It's a lot of shooting going on in the in the world today. It's all I can say. So Mr. Yamagami live on the eighth floor of a building. And on the ground floor of this building. So the building is an apartment building. They call them flats. Mm-hmm. Okay, building is an apartment building, but on the ground floor, it's a lot of uh, bars. Yeah, like I say, man, I, I don't know. Um, what, what can you say for real? So you have to get off on the third floor. It's supposed to be cost effective. That way, you get off on the third floor, you walk the rest of the way up. Mm. So one of his neighbors, who's 69 years old, saw him the day before the assassination. I said hello, but he ignored me. He was just looking down at the ground to the side, not wearing a mask. He seemed nervous. It was like I was invisible. He seemed like something was bothering him. Well, I don't know. Maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't. So she pays the equivalent of $260 a month in rent. That's 35,000 And she'd say she think maybe the rest of the neighbors pay somewhere around the same. There's a Vietnamese woman living two floors down from Mr. Yamagami. Um, said he appeared to keep to himself. She said, I saw him a couple of times. I bowed to him in the elevator, but he didn't say anything. He, he served in the Maritime Self-Defense Force. Navy gun 
like the Navy, mm -hmm. the Japanese Navy. Okay. From 2002 to 2005. He joined a training unit which is uh, in a in a major uh, Navy base in the Southwest area. Mm -hmm. And he was assigned to destroyer artillery section. And he was later assigned to a training ship in Hiroshima. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. It's like I'm, so. I'm, this I'm, is this how this is what they train. This is what they when they in, when they in this self defense force training. They train with live ammunition once a year. They also do breakdowns and maintenance of guns. Yeah. I don't know. He's. Just a man that worked there, he said it's hard to believe that they gain enough knowledge to be able to make a gun. That's crazy. That don't even make sense to me. You learn you learning how to break down a gun, but you don't know how to put the gun back together and make it. I don't Yeah, that's like I mean, to be truthful, you can find the patents on how to make a gun from start to finish. <laughs> the actual blueprint. You can look at the, uh, the the worldwide net and get the information of doing that. If you answer stuff like that, like they have books on how to do it from start to finish. For him to say something that's stupid is crazy. <laughs> like yeah, I, he was I, doing I, just fine until April of this year. He started missing work. And then at one point he just finally came and said he wanted to quit and he used up all his holidays and finished up his his work on May 15th. Mm. And so, that was the beginning of the ending. That's yeah. <laughs> I, From the cradle to the grave. Hmm. Oh. Yeah, he just joined the rest of the list of the mass shooters and serial killers. Huh? Now you got a Japanese one. So he was he was so so uh, Shinzo Abe was the longest living, longest serving leader, Japan's longest serving leader. He's sixty seven years old at his death. Yeah, he must have been good at his job because then nobody tried to kill him earlier. Yeah. Yeah, he been around a while. That's what I'm saying. So, I mean, who knows? So, all right. That's all we got. We, I think we need to get on the body up for real, though. Yeah, I think so, too. The world is finna uh, wake up. And we don't we don't want to miss that. Well, I want to give a shout out to my um. Well, I got well, I got two line sisters left. No, three, three line sisters left. We were six of us, and now we're only three. But shout out to y'all, Z Five B. This is our uh, anniversary month, y'all. So shout out to y'all. We we cross the sands together. <sighs> That's what's up. That's new what's Alpha up. Chapter, if y'all, if any is listening, New Alpha Chapter, Texas Southern University. Okay. Me and my line sisters cross, we cross oh. the sands together. So, uh, Z5B, Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated. And so, happy uh, anniversary to my line sisters. And uh, we're gone. You can take us out of here. Yeah, you notice I didn't say, are you going to take us out of here? I said, are you finna? Yeah, finna. Oh, uh, okay. Like, okay. close to the water. Aqua finna. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, check us out uh, on uh, YouTube Live, man. Uh, you can hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, 
Instagram. You can check us out on iHeartRadio, uh, Google Podcasts, Owltales, and even our website. So, hey, look us up, man. Check us out. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow. And if you like the content of what we're saying, give us more to talk about because we talk about a whole lot of things but we actually we we need to talk about things that y'all want to hear from us and just check us out man and just remember to enjoy the ride that is insane rhetoric and we out of here peace hi y'all we're so happy you joined us for rebroadcast monday come back and join us on rewind wednesday but until then Just remember to enjoy the ride. That is insane rhetoric, baby.